Hello and welcome to Local Matters. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with local actor and assistant manager at the Exceptional Bean in Cookville, Mary Grace Winscott. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Before we dive into all things Exceptional Bean and artistry here, where did you grow up? Um, So I'm originally from a small town in Mississippi, but I moved here when I was just a few months old. Uh, My mom taught at a horse camp growing up and she loved the fall season. She's originally from Louisiana. And so fall colors were never really an opportunity that she got to saw or see. Um, But so she convinced my dad when uh, I was just a few months old to move up here and I've been here ever since. You get the four seasons here. Yes, we do. It's beautiful. (laughs) I love it and appreciate it. Do your parents still work with animals? Uh, My dad does. He's a vet. And then my mom has a farm and she's a science teacher. And so she has all things reptile as well. And so there's a lot of animals in my life, including my own rescue animals that I have. I have a rescue dog named Hades. She's a lab shepherd mix in the light of my life. Um, Then I have Hades, my rescue cat. He is spoiled beyond reason. Um, and sassy as the day is long, but is the biggest cuddle bug that you could ask for. Um, and then I have a bearded dragon named Chandler. A bearded dragon. Yes. How big is it? Um, he's about from like the tip of my finger to right here, I would say. Um, he's not full grown yet. He's still working on it, but I feel he's like so funny. <laughs> lizards are coming back into the zeitgeist. We, we just had Emma from the glass tangerine. And- She's so precious yes and if you don't know that's a plant shop in cookville it's brand new and they have a little lizard mascot inside as <gasps> well really? a tea, I tiny had lizard a to go <laughs> yes D- is your family super artistic yes so pretty much um all of my siblings have one artistic venture or another my parents both did theater and that's actually how they met um but I was the first to venture out in that. I'm the oldest of five. And so that was like a first thing to go into. Um, But I do theater as well as choir. And I did all of that in high school. Uh, My brother did musical theater as well as choir. He definitely ventured more into dance than I did. He is definitely um, stronger in the rhythm than I am. (laughs) Um, And then my sister did dance first and then choir and is now actually a lead in Upperman uh, High School's version of Mamma Mia. She's playing Donna. I love Mamma Mia. Me too. She's going to be brilliant. She's so excited. (laughs) We're so lucky we have all these musical theater programs here in the Upper Cumberland, Mm -hmm. especially for youth. Mm -hmm. Because that's when you need a chance to have that creative outlet the most. Absolutely. Where did you go to high school? So I went to Upperman my first two years and then Cookville High School my second two years. My mom was afraid of me going into the big world of Cookville High School. <laughs> Understandable. Um, it is huge. It's so overwhelming. Um, and so I went to Upperman uh, for my first two years. And then I went my sophomore year of high school to go see Les, Les Miserables at the high school. I was like, Mom, I have to do that. Let me go do that, please. And so he transferred me the next year. Um, I got to do West Side Story and Mary Poppins while I was at Cookville High School. And it really, truly has shaped me into being the person that I am. Um, Honestly, if you had met me my freshman year of high school, you wouldn't believe who I was then versus who I am now because I extremely came out of my shell and have not like loud and proud about it, but I'm just like more confident and I'm not as afraid to be as authentic as I Uh, used to be. And so I just get to be a more full version of myself because of theater. That's really been its biggest life lesson. Uh, Do you think it's having the lines and the script or the songs 
written for you that gives you the opportunity to branch out so you don't have to be so afraid? I don't know. It, it Being another character and getting a chance to be somebody else and see their perspective on whatever it is really offers another perspective for you to look through. I mean, it depends on the show that you're in, obviously, but like I've done musicals, I've done Shakespeare, I've done straight up plays. It varies, but different things offer different thought processes. I've played female and male characters as well. And so having to uh, gender bend and figure out how to present more masculine and stuff like that, it just is like, makes me more comfortable in what clothes I want to wear or how I want to present myself or what characteristics I want to implement and how I act as well. And you worked with Michael Schott then over at Cookville High School. I was very lucky. (laughs) Do you consider him someone who really helped you get out of your shell as well? He he is a person that helped me get out of my shell, but I have to give the most credit to uh, Kimberly Frickwalker. She is a local arts person and is very active in the community arts, um, but she works at CPAC, and um, she has directed like 90% of the shows that I've been in just because I've really appreciated her direction and her... Um, influence and stuff like that like she she just is so unafraid to be authentic which is another person that I can draw that inspiration from um because she's bold and she doesn't care what other people think necessarily she's just like this is who I am take it or leave it and so she has truly inspired me the most I think as far as my theater inspiration she is it my mom worked on the costumes on oh, a lot of those shows. Those are essential. Yes. Cheryl Moore and <gasps> Oh my God. I yeah, love my her. Mom. She's such an angel. <laughs> She's the best. And she, she loved working on those productions. Yes. She she said, Y'all, the students were so talented. And between the musical direction from Michael mm-hmm. and the direction from Kimberly Frick Wilker, she she yes. just was in awe. And like I said, we're so lucky to have these programs here Truly. in Cookville mm-hmm. and the Upper Cumberland. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm chatting with local actor and assistant manager at the Exceptional Bean in Cookville, Mary Grace Winscott. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are your favorite types of roles that you like to sink your teeth into? Honestly, it's the more challenging, the more fun. Um As I said earlier, I had played a male character, which was something that I never expected the chance to get to do. Um, But Matt Wilson, who was directing Cymbeline at the time, was like, I feel like you're up for the challenge, so let's try it out. Um, It's the... It, at the time, was my biggest role that I'd ever played as well. At one point in time, I had the stage entirely to myself and had a whole monologue that was so terrifying because not only did I have to play the male character, I was reading an emotional letter and I had to make sure that that feminine, like, more emotional edge was, like, kind of hardened. And so I had to be very, like, forward and just, like, I don't know how to say it in a better way, but just like gruffy and like masculine about it. A little more aggressive. Yes. And so it was definitely hard to analyze that and like, because I know how I talk and my mannerisms. And so I had to like stand tall and chin forward. <laughs> and so that was definitely a difficult element of it. But um, I say that the the further from who I typically am is the more fun that it is just because I have to really think about what I do and um, take criticism because you have to take criticism in that. And it's just difficult for 
you to see like from yourself, like you see what you're doing, but how other people perceive that that's what you have to focus on um, and stuff like that. But definitely the further from who I am, it it's more fun. You get to let go in that yes, way. Yes, immensely. And I feel like there are lots of stereotypes about actors, about artists that they're not put together or they're very type B and they're sensitive. Yeah. But you have to really be on top of your game. Absolutely. And you have to constantly evaluate yourself mm-hmm. and take criticism. Yeah. I feel like that stereotype isn't necessarily accurate no but i i definitely think that the art the more people in the arts community are the best people to hang around with because they're so free going and just don't give a damn really about like how they're perceived um and so and they're, they're just so raw and how they feel as well is so great to be a part of because you get to be authentic on stage as well as off stage and you get to be so raw and emotional i mean like you get to talk about experiences i got to be a part of vagina monologues a few years ago and I growing up was not a very feminine very uh girly and so I didn't have a lot of girlfriends growing up I it was me then three brothers and then my sister and so I had the tomboy get down and dirty um wanted to play in the mud wanted to play with the animals I was not interested in dolls and princesses and stuff um and so getting to be a part of this production and get to just be really raw with your experience as a woman and like your first period and your first sexual encounter um if you're raped like it's all of these like super deep experiences that I never expected to share with a group of women and come out so much more confident in myself as a woman after the show I mean truly I got to hear some stories that I never wished I would have to hear about my friends but because of that experience I get to know that we're making a difference and letting these stories be heard because there's a lot of vulnerability in that show and and what it's about. So if someone wanted to get involved in the theater community mm-hmm. here, whether in the production side, the production side, like being a stage manager and the crew or acting, what would you recommend to them? Uh, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. I know it's scary trying to put yourself in those shoes and audition or just going and being there in a room full of people that, you know, could be more talented than you or whatever, but it's just trying it. I mean, what's the worst that that can happen is you try that one, it doesn't work, but then the next show, you get to be in your dream role, you know, or you get to um, have that close-knit group of friends that you never would have had the chance to meet otherwise. So definitely just putting yourself out there. Um, Follow as many, like, CPAC pages as you can, or even if it's not, like, you getting on stage, follow Cookville Children's Theater, they need support, or any of the local schools in their arts programs, all good, Upperman, Cookville, whatever. Just put yourself out there as far as yourself, as well as knowing that other people need that support because arts are essential. And part of the support and part of the support is attending the shows. That too, yes. The audience is a part of the performance as well. Absolutely. It can make or break how you feel on that stage. I mean, if you are a dead audience and you're not reactive, it hurts to like be on that stage and know like you're doing a funny bit and nobody is laughing. Like, what are you supposed to do? So just be a great audience member as well. Yes. Oh, it's also so funny when people are completely dead faced the entire time. And yes. afterwards they say, that was the best. It was so funny. And you just want to say, well, well, why didn't you laugh? Yeah. <laughs> Like, what was that about? (laughs) More with Mary Grace Winscott right after the break.
What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Hello and welcome back to Local Matters. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with local actor and assistant manager at the Exceptional Bean and Cookville, Mary Grace Winscott. Mary Grace, you are the assistant manager at the Exceptional Bean. What is the Exceptional Bean for those who don't know? Um, so it's a local opportunity for uh, people with special needs and dis- disabilities to come into a work environment that's very supportive. Um very inclusive of what their needs are as well as our community's needs. We're a nonprofit as well, and so we're all about supporting our community, having our community involved. Um, But really, it's truly to make sure that that opportunity is not just here, but trying to put that elsewhere because it's not available everywhere, which is heartbreaking. Yes. How did the exceptional bean come to fruition? So Michael and CG England are the front head people of the exceptional bean. Uh, but since we're a nonprofit, we have board members as well that have all been very um, foundational in our project, um, as well as all of our community members. We've gotten 200 donors, and they're all uh, given credit in our store, which is really nice. We have a coffee community character in our store, and in the community part, we have every donor's name written for them to see what good work they've done and what they have. Um, But Michael and CG um, have been involved in special needs programs, uh, especially Ansley's Angels, where they met Bradley Steyer, who's our man of influence. Um, He has cerebral palsy, and so Michael helps him run races and will push his wheelchair, and he is just a positive light for all of us. He is always smiling, always willing to help, and it just makes you know that we're making a difference by seeing the smile on his face and getting to know that he's getting a paycheck and getting to be involved with other people that he probably wouldn't have met before. And he's like 30-something, and this is his first job ever. And that's heartbreaking to know that we have that privilege, and that's not something that we necessarily think of as a privilege, but then you get to assess the situation and be in that. And it's like, wow, I've never taken that for granted before, but now I am. And I'm hopeful that we can make this opportunity more available for others. I feel like people with special needs and disabilities are often completely written off without people completely understanding who they are. Everybody has a different individual situation. Absolutely. So for them not to be able to get a job, like a blanket case, a blanket mm-hmm. cover, yeah. it's ridiculous, yeah. especially in 2022. Absolutely. Yeah. And we have a variety of people that uh, we work with as well. I mean, 
There are people with autism, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, um, hearing impaired, vision impaired. We have a variety of people that all get to be involved on this. No matter what their disability is, they are extremely capable, if not more than capable, and are just as willing to work as the rest of us. I mean, getting to see these kids that have never had these chance, this chance before is truly remarkable and is a dream come true every day. And I can't, like, from my perspective, I've had jobs and plenty of them, but for these people, this is their first one and getting to see them get their first paychecks and everything, it's just like, huh, like, it's just like makes you want to cry all of the time, but like good, good tears. <laughs> right. Because it makes us all richer when you're encountering yes. people with different experiences. Like mm-hmm. you said, you don't even realize your own privilege yes. when you're working with someone who hasn't even been given a chance mm-hmm. when they're perfectly capable. Yes. Yes. Immensely. I mean, some of these kids I've seen just an immense turnaround just from like the first day that they walked in. Um, it's just crazy to get to be a part of this. Like I, I was a part of it before we were even able to open our doors And I did not know just how much of a positive impact it would make. And I get to see these people, not just our coworkers, but the outside community of people with special needs and disabilities come in and get to enjoy this space and not be judged for it. Because I've worked a hundred other customer service jobs and I've not gotten to see any of these people's faces before. But because we're creating this opportunity and this atmosphere of inclusivity and everything, it just makes it that much more rewarding for what we're doing. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm chatting with local actor and assistant manager at the Exceptional Bean in Cookville, Mary Grace Winscott. You mentioned that you've had many jobs in customer service before. What are those other jobs? Um, Most recently, I was an uh, assistant manager or a team manager at Panera. Um, I've worked at Books A Million, Bath and Body Works. Um, I've worked at Olive Garden, Cinco Amigos. I worked at a consignment uh, store called Bella's Boutique. Um, what else? I worked uh, for school age care, so that's not customer service, but <laughs> love kids just as much as I love people um, in their everyday lives. But I think that that covers all of it. A lot. So you've yeah. had a lot of public interaction. Absolutely. And a lot of job experience. Yes. So how does the exceptional being compare? I know that we're making a difference, not just in our coworkers' lives, but the people that we get to see every day. I mean, our customer experience is definitely the most, the thing that stands out the most besides our mission. Because if you walk into any other coffee shop, I guarantee that they're not going to remember your order. They're not going to know your name and your story and why you're here or how far you've traveled. I mean, we've had people from all the way from California come to see the exceptional being because they have people here said that this opportunity is happening, but they've traveled all this way to come see the brilliance of our store. Um, And so I definitely think that that's part of it is making that impact, not just for our coworkers, but the whole community and even beyond that from which we can't see. You mentioned that the business is actually a nonprofit. Correct. So how does a cafe nonprofit function? What is the structure there? So I'm honestly not as much as part of those details. That is definitely more of a Michael thing, who's our general manager. Got it. <laughs> um, as well as CG. CG has the biggest heart of any person I've ever met. She is truly an angel put on this earth. She is humble beyond reason. She gives and gives and gives and does not ex- ever expect anything in return. 
Um, and she's an influence to a lot of us, but she puts herself out there to make this possible and this dream become reality for current, future, forever down the road. Because our dream is to go beyond Cookville and offer that so many other places. But I wish that I knew more of those details to share. But That's not, okay. Maybe we'll have her on next. That's a good idea. <laughs> she definitely has the has the knowledge on that. <laughs> what are your specific responsibilities as an assistant manager? So I am over barista everything. So creating our recipes, creating our new seasonal drinks, um, what new things I want to try. I mean, we just today released um, coffee flights, so you can come in and try any of our new beverages. You get to try three uh, different samples, whatever it's classic or seasonal, that's up to you. But they're beautifully made. Um, boards as well by another local community member the illuminated grain um donated these beautiful flat boards for us um but i'm everything barista um and then i get to do i'm just recently over inventory and so making sure we get all of those products and making sure we're selling the best products um whether that's the coffee or the the pastry goodies or anything else that we want to venture out on we also just um, got a Red Bull partnership, and we're going to be doing these Red Bull infusions. Um, they're very tasty, and they're another coffee alternative that are really good. Um, so it's you can do any sugar-free, regular, tropical watermelon, blueberry Red Bull, and mix it with any of our syrups that we already have um, available. But I definitely recommend the watermelon with the raspberry. It sounds a little out there, but I promise <laughs> it's tasty and caffeinated. <laughs> and it's still warm. It yes. might be fall, but it is still warm. <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunate. I'm ready for the cooler weather. If people aren't familiar, can you tell them where they can find the exceptional bean? Yes. Yeah, so we're over on North Walnut Avenue where the old one hour martinizing building is. We have taken over and created a beautiful space with the exceptional bean. More with Mary Grace Winscott right after the break. Hello and welcome back to Local Matters. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with local actor and assistant manager at the exceptional bean in Cookville, Mary Grace Winscott. <laughs> Before the break, we talked about what it's like to work at the Exceptional Bean. How many people work there? We have about 30 employees right now. I want to say that it's 34 is what we're currently at right now with everybody. But it's amazing. <laughs> and are y'all open most of the week? Yes, we're open every day except for Sunday. We are open 630 to 630, Monday through Friday, and then 8 to 2 on Saturdays. And what kind of experience do y'all want the customers to have? An opportunity to see that everybody is just as capable as everybody else. That's number one. Number two, offering a good quality beverage. We um, are also paired with Vertical Coffee. They provide all of our coffee and espresso beans. Um, and so that's really, really awesome. And that we have a special blend. And it's fantastic, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Not that I'm biased or anything. Um, and so a quality beverage and a personalized experience as well. Because as much as we offer like a simple menu, if you see something that you don't necessarily want, you might be able to ask about it with several of our amazing baristas and get exactly what you're wanting, even from a local place, which is not an opportunity that you get everywhere. Um, so definitely that customer ser service, seeing that we're all capable and just providing a personalized experience. I'm so glad that you're highlighting how important it is, not just for the public to know and to see how capable people with disabilities and special needs are, it's also important for people with disabilities and special needs to feel capable themselves because sadly 
our culture tells them that they're not capable or that they're limited their entire lives. And on top of that, they're separated from neurotypical people. And it's just this endless harmful cycle. How has working at The Exceptional Being changed your perspective or approach to life? So definitely, um, I already had influence of seeing just how capable our special needs community is. I actually grew up with my younger brother having autism. And so I already had that perspective of he's not always going to have the same opportunities or hmm, don't know exactly how to phrase it, but not necessarily the same opportunities as everybody else, or he's going to get judged for how he acts or how he is. But honestly, I see no better way of life than how Jack lives. He takes a moment to take in everything. I mean, the colors of the sky. If you see something that's your favorite color, he'll point it out to you. Um, He comes up with special nicknames for everyone. And he just always finds some way to bring light to your day. And so I've always tried to implement that Jack mindset as I go about it and seeing how the people that I work with have a similar mindset or similar challenges. um, I get to help that and assist that and hope that I can create a better opportunity for them down the road, even if they don't get to stay at the exceptional bean, whether it's going and working at some other retail job or they move and hopefully another opportunity is similar, but they'll feel better prepared for whatever else the world has to offer for them. Oh, if you have worked in hospitality, you're mm-hmm. capable of anything. Absolutely. It teaches you <laughs> skills for life that translate to so many different things, because if you can talk to people, if you can interact with the public, make things, you can go anywhere. Absolutely. How has your background in performance shaped your approach to hospitality, to service? So I am actually definitely an introvert, which is not very uh, seen as I'm in the customer service world. Um, when I tell people that they're absolutely confused (laughs) by that, but I'm like, I'm just faking it till I make it. Um, and I'm putting on that bold face that acting has helped me (laughs) achieve. Exactly. So, um, I definitely get to put on a bold face and acting has definitely helped me manage the faces when I'm not dealing with the most pleasant people. (laughs) Or if like a situation arises that I'm not necessarily prepared for, I can still keep a straight face with it. So, it definitely prepares me for the worst case scenario. As odd as that sounds, you wouldn't think that acting prepares you for that necessarily. But in a customer service world, it definitely is needed. And also when you're performing for an audience, you're taking in their vibes, their mm-hmm. energy, Absolutely. their cues. And it teaches you how to interact with people and maybe tell them what they want to hear as well. Definitely. <laughs> definitely it. How do you see the exceptional being evolving in the future? Um, So actually, in my introductory interview that I got to have with Michael and CG, I had already discussed with them that I actually want to open my own coffee shop someday. Um, And I saw my potential even before they got to see me in our workspace and before we were open and everything. They saw my potential and they're like, whether it's your own coffee shop or another exceptional bean, it's possible. And so we've already um, on the down low. Um, have plans for expansion, even just in Cookville. Um, But we definitely want to offer that opportunity, whether it's in Livingston, Sparta, Allgood. There's so many opportunities. And I think even beyond just local, I mean, I eventually want to move to Asheville, North Carolina. That's my dream location. Um, And so I would love to bring that opportunity there as well. 
every town needs this. Absolutely. People with special needs and disabilities are everywhere. Are everywhere and deserve an opportunity. Amen. <laughs> I'm Caroline Moore, and today I am chatting with local actor and assistant manager at the exceptional Bean and Cookville, Mary Grace Winscott. You mentioned that you incorporate a lot of your performance experience into your job at the exceptional Bean. How do you wind down or decompress after work? Um, definitely my rescue pets. Um, they keep me grounded, as it were. Um, I love spending time outdoors. Thrifting is definitely something that's major high up on my list. And my fiance definitely wishes that I did a little bit less of that. <laughs> but uh, I love reading. Definitely psych thrillers, poetry, historical fiction are up my alley. I think that about covers it. But my pets are definitely my my sanity. That's a lot. And a lot of creative endeavors. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to have that, even if you're bad at it, which I'm not saying you are. I'm sure you're phenomenal. <laughs> but everybody deserves to have a hobby. Absolutely. Or something. Yes. You have to have a release from work. You can't just have work and TV. Nope. Even though I love TV. There's love no TV. shame there. I watch so much. Yes. <laughs> and you mentioned you have a fiance. So I do. How are you balancing work and planning a wedding or a future or a move. Uh, it's, it's definitely interesting. He actually works up at the Cumberland County Playhouse up in Crossville. And so he has his own uh, busy schedule to keep in mind. Um, but my parents are extremely supportive in my relationship with my fiance as well as me as an individual. And so my dad um, is a project manager at his job. And so whenever he found out I was engaged, he immediately started a spreadsheet with a month by month breakdown of everything that I needed to do. So I have a checklist for every month of everything that I need to do. So 12 month mark is already down 13 months away from the wedding. So I'm cashing in that check. So I love that. I actually just bought my wedding dress the other day, which I was not expecting. Um, I'm a very uh, indecisive individual. And so my parents literally, after I decided on my wedding dress, they were like, we didn't expect until like August of next year that you were going to pick your wedding dress. So they were very relieved when it came through that I was like, this is the one. And they're like, cool. We're not going to argue with that. <laughs> is your fiance an actor as well? He is. He is a production assistant as well as an actor. So he works constantly. Um, but he's very talented at what he does. He does a little bit of everything. I mean, he can work backstage. He can build sets. He can do lighting. He does acting, singing, dancing. He is an all-around, very well-formed theater person. And I'm every day envious of the environment that he gets to be a part of at the Playhouse. Y'all both seem to have lucked out with your jobs. We did, very much so. <laughs> very much supported in our jobs, as well as the people that we get to work with are exceptional. Uh, not just my exceptional people, but he has exceptional people, too, that support him thoroughly. And as well as me, the people up at the Playhouse are actually very good friends with Michael England and CG England. And so they have showed their support for us as well as we have of them. I think uh, it's definitely in the future of us doing a collaboration of getting to bring our exceptional being people all maybe to their first show ever. And so I really hope that that's a possibility that we can follow through with. What a great opportunity. We're so lucky that we not only have the right people, the people who care about these things, but we're just the right size for this kind of support and connection. So if any of our listeners have ideas or ways to help out or just treat the staff over at The Exceptional Bean, hit up Mary Grace Winscott. Please or do. call The Exceptional Bean. Yeah, uh, we also have a website as well. So if you want to find out other ways that you can uh, contribute, donate, support us, 
Um, that's the exceptionalbean.com. Super simple. We're also on Facebook as well as Instagram. So definitely look out for us there. And you mentioned someday you want to open a cafe yourself, right? Yes. (laughs) So what is it about a cafe that you love so much? I really love getting to make people smile. That is something that I love every day, whether it's complimenting their outfit or telling them a funny story or making them a great cup of coffee. I know that I appreciate a good cup of coffee. And so I know that that makes my day better. And so I want to do that for everybody else. Um, I also know that with the exceptional bean, especially we are making a difference in our community with the people that we're hiring as well as supporting. Um, But I want it to be an all-around supportive environment. Um, I would love to help homeless, uh, lesser fortune, people of color, LGBT, everything across the board I want to help support. Or even rescue animals. I love, would love, love, love to support (laughs) any local animal shelter or animal rescue um, because those are important too. (laughs) Absolutely. And when people come to the Exceptional Bean, they don't have to just pick up a coffee, right? They can stay. They can stay. We have great uh, tables, chairs. Um, Hopefully we'll expand and uh, have outdoor seating eventually. We need that. I know. I can't wait. But hopefully cooler weather will bring that in (laughs) and make for that to be better. But uh, CG's Boutique just moved right behind us at the Exceptional Bean. There's outdoor seating. Hopefully that's going to happen right there. It'll be a little grassy area, nice shady um, tables and such. So I hope that's a possibility. Me too. Cookville is so wonderful, but we don't have enough outdoor seating opportunities. I agree (laughs) wholeheartedly. Mary Grace, thank you so much for coming in. Please remind the people where the Exceptional Bean is. It is on uh, North Walnut Avenue. Our address is 55 North Walnut. We're in that old one-hour martinizing building that we've taken over and turned into a beautiful space now called the Exceptional Bean. So definitely come visit. And you're online as well. Yes, we are at theexceptionalbean.com as well as Instagram, Facebook, and our website. So definitely check us out. Mary Grace, thank you so much for coming in. And thank you for tuning into Local Matters. I'm Caroline Moore.